Hello and welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen. The three of us are here to talk sports. That'd be Polly over here. How's it going, guys? And Ben over there. What's up, everybody? And I'm Jason right here. And we're talking sports. We were in that nice spring pocket right after uh, March Madness gets done where we've got hockey playoffs. We've got basketball playoffs. We got the MLB season still fresh and green and smelling good before it gets too long. (laughs) It's cruising, Jason. You said it's cruising right now. It's cruising. And we got the NFL draft. It's a bunch of stuff. Paulie, take us away. What what happened? Well, I'm actually going to start us off with uh, Ben here. Ben's going to give us a little uh, Brewers update. Still having a fantastic season. Uh, oh, they're looking great. Uh, they're 18 and 10 right now. Um, pitching has been stellar. Um, the only thing I'm concerned about is the hitting. Again, I know last year when you guys brought me into this podcast, we uh, I was brought in for Major League Baseball and the Brewers, and my my repeated thing was can someone get a batting average over 255? You know, like you can't win unless you got people hitting. And again, we're falling into this, this, uh, I know it's early, but we're falling into this, uh, trap again where all these averages are like 250 or less. And it's just, it's for me, it's going to get scary if we don't get those averages up because pitching's going to be there, but we need to get runs. So again, 18 and 10 start is amazing. I just hope this road trip to Colorado and the Giants we can keep capitalize on it, and then those bats can come alive. They uh, they just tied the game two two in the sixth, so that was nice. Uh, since they didn't look too great in Colorado to begin with, um, but yeah, uh, it's gonna be a tough month though because we got the Dodgers, um, we got the pet, the Rays are coming, or we're going to the Rays this month as well. So there'll be some tougher uh, matchups, but. Again, like Jason said, season's early. Still, uh, we're still just chugging away at only about twenty-eight games, so only ten million and five to go. And uh, <laughs> uh, some surprises, though. We got the Pittsburgh Pirates leading our division, uh, which is uh, quite a surprise, I think, for anybody in baseball because that doesn't happen uh, pretty much ever, nope. unless it's unless Roberto Clemente is on the team. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I had heard them talked about this Willie before Stargill, the season about yeah. maybe it being a surprise with this <clears throat> their young lineup. And well, they brought back Hutch back, you know, for his final year, basically mm-hmm. in a way. So, um, so yeah, that's that's been kind of surprising for me overall. And then, of course, the Rays have been just ridiculous still, like the fastest 20, team to twenty wins so. ever. Yeah. 15 uh, and so, 2 at home, 9 and 4 on the road. Yeah, pretty much 10, unstoppable. 106, 106 run differential. Yeah. Just insane. Yep. No one comes. Texas comes kind of. Well, 73 is the closest <laughs> that any other team comes. So big difference there. So, yeah, that's uh, again, the Rays and the Pirates for me are probably the two surprises because obviously they're at the top of the division and, and it shows. So. Um, but and what, what, what about you, Jason? What do you feel about the baseball season so far? Anything you got to add? Well, outside of my uh, weekly uh, gushing <laughs> about the uh, speed of the game <laughs> these days, uh, I'm not usually one to – and I think if you listen to the show, you you can attest to this. 
I'm not usually one to point out how bad a team is doing. I would prefer to look at how well teams are doing. But I think this needs to be pointed out by like literally everyone so this team can actually, you know, make some changes. And that's the Oakland Athletics. They are a hundred and seventy hundred and seventeen run deficit in yeah. twenty-nine games. Yes. That let me just do some real quick math here. They're losing well, by an average of four runs per game. Yeah. That yeah. is embarrassing. And that is ridiculous. Just, They've had the worst stadium in the league for decades. I've, yep. It, I've been there. I can I can attest to it from actual being there. So they, yes, it is the worst. The and like like I said, I don't want to sit here and trash on teams that aren't doing well or don't perform well on a year-to-year basis or whatever, but this team has been trash for a long time. And they've had talent come through and made runs with like young, cheap talent, and then they don't pay them, and those guys all go somewhere else. It's it's a it's like a quadruple A team is what this is, without well, the cool yeah. promos that minor league teams do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's Jason, awful. And it needs to stop. It needs to stop. Is Las Vegas? It sounds like they're going to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Okay, sure. Uh, does it cha- does it change the way the team plays on the field? No, no. But, probably not. But they need I to mean, get out of that city. There, there's no reason to be there anymore. There hasn't been for 20 years, honestly. Mm-hmm. 20 years ago, they were supposed to leave, and it didn't happen. And what's happened since? It's been probably just as bad or worse than it has been before, especially this year. Six and 23. I mean, if you watch the highlights, it's hilarious. You watch them on ESPN or watch them on MLB or watch, but then watch like the. A's highlights on the A's sports networks. The A's sports networks, they show the huge signs where it says sell the team. The fans have huge signs, but MLB and ESPN, will, when they hit a home run, they cut those parts out so you just see the ball flying into the stands oh. because they don't want to broadcast that, but that is what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. The scene needs to be sold. They already, like, I think they've already progressed or, uh, yeah, already looked at the land in Vegas. They already had that all figured out, so, like, it's it's emotion. You just gotta get some new owners in there and and a change of a pace because it's it saddens me that Oakland doesn't have any teams anymore because technically Golden State played in San Francisco, mm-hmm. you know, and Oakland is not Oakland or the Raiders aren't there anymore. So that that's it kind of sucks that way. But you never showed them any love and it sucks. Well, you know, they, like Bash Bash Brothers is the last time they probably had any love there. Well, that was in the eighties, and that the Raiders couldn't get a new stadium there either. Like. They, the, yeah, the they city, share the same A's, same same stadium as the A's. It's the same, yeah, they use the same one. Exactly. So, so terrible. It, it, if the city is unable to or unwilling to support a team for whatever reason, be it politics or economics, maybe it's a good reason, maybe it's not. I don't know. But if they're if they can't pony up to what you know the what having professional sports in your city offers then they don't deserve one. And that sucks for the people who live there that want one, a team to root for, and are powerless to do anything about it. It uh, there's there's a there's a handful of markets out there like that. And I guess like with the recent expansion in the different major sports, I mean it's hard to think of a a city that deserves a team that doesn't have even one. 
you know, most teams have at least one pro sports team. So, but that area is very close together. So they Mm -hmm. technically, I mean, it's still very close. I mean, the, (laughs) the bridge is not that far, you know, to get over. So it's not teams. It's just, yeah, it's just more of losing that Oakland having anything. But again, like you said, it's, it's also the fans not showing up for that many years. You know, if they would have came and supported them like the Packers when all those losing seasons or any other team at losing season, people just show up no matter what because they're a team, they'd be different. But, yeah, they haven't been around in forever, unfortunately. And, uh, yeah, like you said, it sucks to highlight a team in the gutter, but mm-hmm. change, 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 yep. change. This one needs to be pointed out. So, I mean, and it has been coming up a lot recently it sucks it took him going literally six like making a an embarrassment <laughs> out of their out of the performance in order to point all this out and get something going but i guess whatever winning 20 percent of your games will get you a new city for sure minimum <sighs> yeah. To, yeah to me I, I guess i just feel for the oakland fans like you guys pointed out losing all three of their teams within what five seven years it's it sucks for them uh i guess national league uh no surprises atlanta new york on top no surprise there dodgers on top in the west pittsburgh as you guys pointed out uh surprise team in the central I love seeing the Cardinals. I lose. Say, there it is. Uh, <laughs> that's like that's on point with Jason talking about how short those games are. It's you and those Cardinals just having the worst mm. year. I, I love it. I love it. Keep talking about it because it's, <laughs> it never it doesn't happen very often. Mm. So no, it doesn't. And <laughs> when, it does, when it does, it's it's nice. It's glorious. And it's they only have a negative thirteen run differential. Mm. I mean, they're. They're not just, scoring, but they're not yeah. giving up runs either. Just they're just on a bad run. run. Honestly, I don't think that's going to last forever. I think we'll see St. Louis mattering towards the end of the year, but they're too. They, they always do. 10, so. so yeah, I just feel bad though. Like that, the I think his name's Johnny Walker. Is that his name? His uh, the rookie who came up and had that twelve had the record twelve straight yep. games and hits in his first game, and he's already down back in Triple A. You know, like. <laughs> It's like, geez, like, how does the, the guy a chance? Yeah. That, that plus, like, I mean, that's it. Like, it's uh, the seat. Like, is it also because you guys are tanking? Like, I don't get it. Like, you just keep them in there, like, keep them fresh. Like, so, yeah, it's just a weird, weird, weird year for the cards. Uh, going to the American League, uh, Texas out front in the West, Houston right behind them. The Central, we have the Twins and the Guardians. Kansas City having a real bad season. Chicago again. The White Sox again. Terrible season. What is up with them? All that hype at the beginning of last year. Yeah. Getting rid of little Russo and everybody too. Like you know, like just having that like non-existent manager in, in your in your dugout, switching that out. Yeah, it's just weird. Don't know what's going on. That whole AL Central is messed up. Minnesota's only 17 and 13 because they get to play the rest of that division. Yeah, not 
not a great division. Uh, the AL East is a very good division. New York Tim, sitting. Everybody's over five hundred. Holy crap! Like fifteen and fifteen. Tampa. They're sixteen and fifteen now. They did win today. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they're so everyone's over five hundred now in the AL East. Which yeah, is Yankees are a game over five hundred and are eight and a half games back in the division. Yep. Crazy. <laughs> and basically, would be second in every other part of the if they're in the central or the west they'd be second in it oh yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> but hey look at those baltimore orioles though guys yeah. team from last year. that's pretty mm-hmm. makes me want to go to dairy queen get one of those ice cream sundaes in the little plastic baseball cap <laughs> yeah i mean i'd have to go back to 1988 but and a delorean yeah So those are the, those are where the standings are sitting right now. The Angels, right around five hundred, where they always are. Mm-hmm. Otani having another fantastic season. Did you see a homer in Milwaukee on Wednesday? I did. Or oh, sorry, not Wednesday. That was in Sunday. Yeah, that was phenomenal. <laughs> seven second hang time. Have you ever heard of a home run having seven seconds of hang time? No. What gets seven? Name something that gets seven seconds of hang time that isn't a kite. Shohei Otane hitting a curveball in Miller yeah. Park. It, hit, it went 162 feet apex. I've never, I've never heard of that ever. That's a. That's that. Those two stats are the, the biggest in those ranges in Statcast history, which is crazy. But yeah, he's phenomenal. And again, 600 million dollar contract coming up here. And the Angels better hope they start winning or it's not going to be with them. So Yeah, correct. Anything else standing out early in the season for you guys? I know we touched on the standings. We touched on some storylines. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, it's still early. And like like I said about the Cardinals, all this could change over the course. Oh, God, so much baseball left i remember last year baltimore was hot 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 and then yeah then not so not 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 so much yeah so we'll see but yeah it's fun for now seeing all this all this craziness in the al and some some teams that usually aren't sitting on top are sitting on top Mm -hmm. for with a few exceptions but let's move i mean i guess one thing i guess uh one quick thing is that San Diego, I mean, we didn't really talk, touch on that, but being like a 500 ish team this time of the year, I don't think, I don't think anybody saw that I, with getting touched back. And I mean, this was supposed to be the well, like team that the Yankee, yeah, the Mets and, run up. Yeah. Mets and Padres went completely crazy last two years mm-hmm. in free agency, like win now. And yeah. And yeah, you're right. We didn't talk about them, and they are just pretty much the middle of the pack. So, but again, the nice like you said, thing, can change the nice so quickly. Thing, the nice thing is they are only one game back of the Dodgers in the standings. True, the Dodgers aren't running away with it either. So they're not the Dodgers of the past this year. No, not yet. The Padre, I I think the Padres, like the Cardinals, will will hear from them at some point this season, but. Let's move on. Yeah. We have some hockey second round 
matchups to set up for you. The thing I was watching for last week was to see if these Maple Leafs could finally get over the hump in the second round. And they did in game seven overtime in glorious fashion. They did lose to, and their uh, prize is they have to face this Panthers team coming off the historic upset of the Bruins. So doesn't get any easier for the Maple Leafs. They went down four to two game one today. Again, it's early home ice means absolutely nothing. These playoffs. So again, very early, the Kraken. Whoa. They are up four to two at the end of the first in their, uh, game one, second round. Wow. Against six goals in the first first period already. Holy yeah. Collectively. I just saw that. Yeah, I just I just saw I glimpsed for the four two Toronto Panther game and next door I was like, wait, that's the same score. What the hell? (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. So it's some fun offense in that game so far. The other two series that start tomorrow, we have the Devils and Hurricanes in the other East series. Hurricanes have home ice there. And then the Oilers and the Golden Knights square off out West. The Golden Knights hosting game one. Uh, Ben, how did we get here? Any surprises? Any surprises? Well, yes. yes. I oh, mean, yeah. besides the, uh, <laughs> the number one seeds going but... down on both sides is the, obviously the biggest surprise. Yes. Uh, yeah, shocking that the Bruins blew a three-one lead to lose the best it. Best team ever, allegedly. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, I mean, record books-wise, yes, they were regular season-wise the best. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, and I mean, I, we found out after the fact that. Two of their stars were playing with injuries, unfortunately, which probably hindered some of that. But again, it's like you had all this gusto and you know everything going into it. But again, it's playoff hockey. Nothing, nothing is, nothing is for sure. You know, like three one. I couldn't believe that because they didn't win. They didn't lose three games in a row all season, all season, and then they lost the last three in the game seven, and that was it. Like I cannot believe that and. Again, like the Kraken should be praised because, like, they're so on, they're, they're so under the radar what they actually did because taking down the, the Bruins having such Absolutely. a huge season, to, and no one's talking about them really because of the whole Bruins, you know, mm-hmm. collapse. So it's just like, man, they should get some praise. And then, like you said, game one, they're showing it four two already uh, in the first. Like uh, they're coming off flying. Um, it'd be crazy to have like. The Golden Knights win a championship their first year as a franchise, and the Kraken win it. You know, like just because they have a chance there, and it. it's their first year. You know, like that'd be really cool. So, um, I don't know. It's just uh It was those are the obviously the two surprises, um, and you know, like you said, uh, Toronto. I feel like can make a push here in their series. Uh, Rooting for the Kraken just because, again, yeah, first year, why not? 
let's make some uh let's make some some waves i believe it's um, their second year is it their second year yeah. oh crap i thought it was their first oh, year I i'm thought off it was their first year as well let me just double check that here i bet Back you some a computer will tell us the answer begin play oh yeah 21 22 yep so never mind yep but again young young team young franchise winning it would be cool um what about you, Jason? What do you think? Anything uh, besides those things popping up? If you want to elaborate on those, because they are pretty monumental. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny. Everything went chalk except those two series, except for <laughs> the Kraken beating the number one seeded Avalanche <laughs> and the Panthers beating the super number one seeded Bruins. Yeah, everything else went pretty much the way it was supposed to. I mean. It, only one series went four games. You know, the Devils beating the Rangers. I like, I mean, I just like seeing these logos. The Devils and the Oilers. Like, the Devils in particular used to be really good with Martin Brodeur and all that jazz. Oh, back that in the day, defense yeah. And that defense, I, that's like Scott Stevens and shit. And then they were nowhere. And then I was just like, what happened to the Devils? Like, oh, they're just... And they, hey, look at them. Back in it. Oilers. Just... Oh, the Edmonton Oilers makes me think of Blades of Steel playing that on Nintendo back in the day. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Or go back farther. I remember playing on, like... Oh, no. I mean, sorry. A little sooner. Genesis, like, 90s playing with those teams on, like, <laughs> oh, NHL yeah. 93, 94, 94 95. 94 was the best. Yeah. Oh, man. Honestly, I yeah. played that on Super Nintendo. Hell, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yep. That's what I had. Oh, boy. That takes me back. But, yeah. yeah it's, so, it... it's weird that the Devils still have their name just because I made everyone else change their name <laughs> with the Devils. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I saw like, I just saw them play. You know, they won. I saw, saw the, the highlights today, and I was just like, yeah, it's really weird. Like, why do they keep the – they get to keep the Devils. No one ever says a peep about them. But, yeah. like, anybody, but like, you know, the Devil Rays are like, are you, are you kidding me? No, absolutely it's not. Just be... the Rays. <laughs> so, like, Crazy Mar- Marcus Eversall last week was actually talking about that. Was he? That the name changes, and he brought up specifically the Devils and then the Devil Rays having to yeah. change theirs. And yeah, it's just it's really crazy. Kind of weird, yeah. But yeah, yeah sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that like I that I think that's funny now that you mention it. You know, like they're. There's all the, oh, you can't name your team that because it's, you know, racially insensitive and understandably yeah. so. And it's like, you can't name your team you this because for a reason. Like, okay. And yeah. then it's like, but you're the devils. And that's like the most evil thing ever. <laughs> so yeah. we're just not even going to touch it. Like, it's just like, and, that's fine though. Even though yeah. it's like literally like to the, like the majority religion of this country <laughs> is the embodiment of all that is evil. You can keep that. That's fine. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> like I, I don't know if you I remember a show with a guy named David Putty, but I always just remember we're the devils. You know, he just screams that the whole time in the show, and like it's all I ever picture with the devils. You know, like, you know, like no one wants to change. All right, fine, just do what you want. Maybe because New Jersey, no one really cares too yeah, much about New Jersey, and they're just be. like 
Ah, uh, they just do whatever they want. You've seen the Jersey Shore. They're just like well, they the devils, and so people are it. just like, "That's appropriate, actually." That yeah. Point. So we you guys are the devils. It. You're yeah. right. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> we figured it out. Yep. There it is. <laughs> Instead of break it down and talk it out. Yep. <laughs> so All that's right. hockey. I guess... <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess what I'm looking at is. I think this Golden Knights Oilers series is going to be a lot of fun. I think this Oilers team does the have Oilers. this stuff to go all the way. They just this fantastic offense that they have. Connor McDavid had yeah. a historic season. Get the best player in the NHL a, a ring, you know, a championship. Like mm-hmm. this is this could this is the year for Edmonton. Let's do this, you know. Absolutely. And then personally, I'd like to see an Oilers. Toronto series, I think that would be a lot of fun. And bring, and then they'll have to bring the cup to can back to Canada, which would be they'd yep. be ecstatic there. So, yep, that's personally what I'm rooting yep. for. I would like point. that as well, probably for sure. That'd be great. Jason, what's your, I guess, what you would like to see if possible? My, the one I want. Oh man, your your, your <sighs> matchup. I want to see just for nostalgia. I want to see Edmonton, New Jersey, but I also want to see Seattle Kraken in there. The the you know the feisty go getter team. Yeah. And so, who would I want them to play? I guess with oh, I would want them to play Boston, but yeah i mean seattle oh vancouver's not there chicago's not there oh no all all my favorite teams from back in the day are gone (laughs) they're not even good yeah they kind of flipped the switch they're all hanging at the bottom now all these newer teams are floating to the top and i'm not trying to be mean it's completely true yeah absolutely (laughs) unfortunately so but like no, I, Pittsburgh Penguins, like 90, 93 NHL. Like I played the Penguins all the time because of you and Yager and all them. Like, yep. You know, like and now yep. the Penguins are like, no. you know, they missed, they just missed it, and Crosby's getting older. And you're like, what is going on with the fight and the Penguins? So yeah, right. I feel your pain. Caps aren't even around. Like, you, oh man. But uh, I mean, the All Canada Bowl sounds pretty sexy. I, I guess yeah. what I want to see is I want to see Seattle because, you know, it's a new team. I like the idea of NHL expansion, so this is cool. And I'll go Carolina and just make it a coast-to-coast, Ooh. a proper Ooh. east-west So the might be the matchup. farthest – probably the it might be the farthest uh, Stanley Cup playoffs, you know, mileage-wise of all time if that happens. Yeah. Unless very Florida not, Panthers, unless the Panthers good. do it, <laughs> that'd be even longer. <laughs> oh, <but>. yeah, right. <laughs> that'd be tip to tip diagonally. That'd yeah. be crazy. <laughs> All right. So we have uh, division series set up for you guys. We got our, uh, what we would like to see. And I actually think that's what I'm going to take is I'm going to take the All Canada ball as, as what I think think is going to happen so but we shall see again it's hockey playoffs man 
We could be dead and wrong, everybody. Yep. Again. And yeah. Let's just, yeah. <laughs> we'll find out just how wrong we can be. Just don't put bets on what we say, please. Okay? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, I don't, don't want anyone to lose their house or their car yeah. or anything because the podcast said it. No, no, yeah, no. No, no. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the draft, shall we, guys? Yes, shall. Yeah. Yes, we shall. All right. Uh, Jason, what mm-hmm. stood out most to you about first for the first round, I guess? For the first round? Dude, I mean, Houston <laughs> trading Double up to dipping. get the first, the second and, sorry, the second and the third pick in the first round. That, oh, I love it. I love the aggression. I don't, I mean, CJ Stroud, I, I thought they didn't need it. I felt like they didn't need to draft a quarterback yet. Maybe they see. And you might have been the guy. only one, Jason. Well, I think they would. <laughs> I know been... you want to give Mills a chance. I understood that. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have a bad season, right? And and it's a, they're up and coming, and you don't. I mean, it is what it is. They're not going to put Stroud in, but you, yeah, it makes. It was kind of shocking that he was picked. I think too. Yeah, <sighs> I, the ballsy I like... two and three. But going, going up and stealing Will Anderson like that. <laughs> oh man. Man. I thought like my I thought like he glitched and it went back like fifth like in two minutes, you know? Because <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I thought they just picked Stroud because I walked out when the guy when they're announcing the trade or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it came back, I'm like, this no, what? No, they just did this. So I was completely confused for about 10 seconds. Thinking, how did what? <laughs> I've never seen this before. They said no to that guy. They're like, no, you come up here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it just they got both players. Crazy. Oh Crazy. man. So that's, I mean, the thing that stands out to me was that that was I. I loved it. I loved. I love the aggression of it. I love the. I. I, I mean, as far as the quarterbacks go, I mean, CJ Stroud. I mean, it's all we're all throwing darts at boards here. Let's face it. You know. So CJ Stroud, I thought was fine. You know, he played very well last year. I don't see any reason why he couldn't play in the NFL if he puts his mind and body to it. So I don't dislike the pick. I just feel like they didn't need to pick a quarterback. But yeah, take him and then to grab Will Anderson. That's great. That's great. Good job. Good job, Houston. All right. I guess I'll go next. Uh, my surprise was. The Eagles just double dipping again on this Georgia defense. Jalen Carter falling into their lap at number nine, and then getting Nolan Smith in the at the very end of the first five. Is it four of their last two uh, drafts they've taken uh, a Georgia defender? I mean. To me, I guess it makes sense just because that Georgia defense was historic. And if you want to keep as many of those guys together, there's the the question marks with Jalen Carter about his uh, decision-making. And maybe they're thinking as you keep him around the guys he already knows, give him that support. I I. I thought it was brilliant what Philly was able to pull off. I don't know about you guys, but. Um, I mean, I understand what they're doing, but like 
the Jalen Carter thing is he already was around those guys when all that stuff happened. So him coming to the same group, you know, like to be around the Georgia Bulldogs, will that change anything? Who knows? But he's still a great player. And, I mean, he was going to go over one overall before all, you know, off the field stuff did happen, which was tragic, obviously, and brought him in with some of the, you know, with the other defensive players. But I think it's just more of, you know, he's going to fill those shoes of Fletcher Cox is on a one-year deal. You know, got to have another guy to step in. I think he'll fill that role. And um, I just thought it was funny, too, that he went out and got <laughs> – they went out and got – okay, for, so this will lead up to – lead up to Swift, but, you know, they made that trade on the third day of the draft, which is insane. Um, but the draft, the Detroit Lions was, I I, I didn't know why they traded up to get the Alabama running back because it didn't make any sense. You had three running backs already on your roster who were pretty good. <laughs> and then you went up and got him. That really confused me, but then obviously they sent Swift to the Eagles, another Georgia player. That's when I sent you guys the Philadelphia Bulldogs. Yep. <laughs> Jesus, they are just all Bulldogs over there. Um, but, like, I think the surprises for me, too, were just the quarterbacks. Because we knew Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud were probably going to be the top two. I know there's a lot of chirping about Will Levis and Richardson going higher and all that. But, like, we knew they were going to go pretty high. Um but then, well, you know, I, Col- I Col- think Col- we just Col- to, doing, oh, sorry. Sorry, just as an aside, <laughs> quick, I think we did mention last week even that the Will Levis thing people needed to, you know, calm the hell down on. Yeah, uh, I'm just know. saying more of the nation was still on this Will Levis train, you know, sure, like, gotcha. no, he's going to, he's going to play and, you know, he's going to be drafted high, blah, blah, blah. You know, thinking the Colts are going to take him at four, but they're like, we'll take Richardson, which again is a better pick in my mind overall because you probably could mold him and he's more of an athlete. But yeah, again, I think, like I said, Colts doing Colts things, you know, (laughs) 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 just like confusing. Like, what are you doing, guys? Whatever. Mm. That's fine. Take him. Um, And then, yeah, Will Levis just falling out of the first round. Like, I thought that was just kind of interesting because. Those four are all going to be taken, and uh, Richardson, you know, and Stroud and Bryce Young were all in the top four, and I think uh, Will Levis, uh, true value, you know, came up, but he went. He's going to go to the Titans, which is not a bad gig. So, um, I was I was just going to say, Ben, I I really like that fit for him because he can sit behind Tannehill for a year, and then take over after a year get some reps under him uh sit on the bench and observe i really like that landing spot for him i mean it sucks for the kid that he had to sit in the green green room all that time but i i like where he landed i think that's a good fit yeah and then uh the packers pick i thought was a a good pick i didn't think it was going to go defense but they did. Um, Lucas Van S. So on tape, he looks pretty good. Um, the fortunately, the Dolphins didn't have a first round pick, right? They did not. No. Was that taken away? Yes, it was. Yes. Ugh. I was wondering because all of a sudden I was like, "Why is there thirty one picks in the first round? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this doesn't make sense." Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, um, the it was a it was exciting draft. I thought because again, it was just more of. What's going to happen? Like, 
Whereas Harry, Harry Wilson's going to go, you know, all those players we kind of talked about, like where, where everyone went. So it was just, it was fun to see. But um, what about the second round, Paulie? What did you think about the Packers in the second round there? I really liked what the Packers did in the second round. I, I liked the, the Luke Van Ness pick. I had a feeling they weren't going to go offense. I mean, I know everyone uh, in Jigba, Smith and Jigba was sitting there. They could have taken him and people were clamoring for him. And it would have been nice, but I think you take, you take the defense and you had three picks in the second round after some trades uh, down for the Packers, able to get the three for our second rounders uh, take who I think is the best tight end prospect in the draft in Luke Musgrave doesn't have a lot of college tape because he got injured uh, early in the season last year, but all the measurables, he looks, he's looks like a Packer. Uh, they take Dr- Jaden uh, Reed out of Michigan state. Yeah. Uh, a little farther down. And then uh, they take, didn't they have craft? Cra- he's yeah, a tight end out of yeah. Yeah, I'm just not seeing it on here. He, that was a second round too, or was that a third? Round? I think that was the third round. That was third because yeah, it was, it was okay. second day. Sorry, day two draft, not second. Okay, round, yep, think. yep. Sorry, I was yep. But yeah, I really, I really liked what the Packers did on day two. There, get some uh, players in there, some young offensive talent that Jordan Love can. Uh, grow with on top of uh, Watson, who's already there. You got the the running backs in place, at least for this year. You got some contract things with uh, uh, Dylan and uh, Jones. Jones, thank you, coming mm-hmm. up. Uh, but I, I like what they did, Ben. Oh, I went. We'll go Jason. Jason. Oh, sorry. Yeah. What did you think overall on the second day? It doesn't have to be Packers. You're not a Packers guy. So Dolphins, anything else? Well, I, I mean. Feel kind of the vote. I mean, the, the the Packers did well. You know, I liked. It's funny. After the first day, I had I was talking to some people at work, and they were all like, oh, should should take it should have taken a tight end should have taken a tight end like multiple people and i'm like dude they'll take somebody in the second round it's fine. there's 900 tight ends yeah it's, <laughs> it, they'll take somebody in the second round i think that's one of the reasons that they got the extra second round pick and i thought that was a huge deal was to get that you know 11th pick in the second round they spend it on that tight end everybody wanted so bad so there you go you're fine hush they should have tried to keep Tunyon, in my opinion. I thought he was good. I thought Tunyon was good, but what do I, I, I know? Think, I think everybody's I think... walking. So <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I think they might be trying to, and it just didn't happen. I, I, I just, I think there's so much uncertainty. It's just like he was just going to be a casualty because, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, I would have kept him too, but it just didn't work. I, I've, I've heard that he wanted a larger contract than the Packers were willing to give him. Yeah. I mean, he did get hurt, but I mean, he played well. I, I don't know. I, I just think too, the Packers, 
they they just want to reset this offense. They just they want to get rid of the Rodgers area and just restart, which yeah, makes sense. I so. guess I guess that does make some sense. But I mean, as far as like the Dolphins go, say, you know, get that get a quarterback in the second round. I don't, I didn't know who the guy was, but apparently neither did a lot of people because it apparently was a surprising pick. I'd never heard of him, uh, Cam Smith. So we'll see. I mean, the Dolphins have Jalen Ramsey now, so who knows? Yeah, um, no big they, deal. Yeah, I, <laughs> so I don't know if they're just kind of like, let's just get depth on this draft because I mean, they got a Dolphins have a pretty good squad. They pick up a running back. I like it. The guy from Texas A and M got. It. They don't have much. On the running game, Jeff Wilson and uh, Raheem Mostert are good, but they can't seem to stay healthy. Yeah. So getting some depth there helps. I liked it. I, I didn't dislike it. It just didn't feel good. With no first-round pick, whether it's they weird. got taken away from or they traded it away, I just, like, it's hard for me to care about the rest of the draft in the Dolphins' regard because it's like... <laughs> It's not like, oh, they got some compensatory picks later. No, they just like they had two, three draft picks. No, two draft picks on the first day and the on the second day. Didn't none, none on the first day. Like what am I, I don't have anything to get excited about. <laughs> I get it. I remember one year though the Packers had the last pick in the draft, and we I sat and watched that draft all damn night. And then the final night the final five minutes. And the Packers trade their pick away to like <laughs> what the hell? Oh, so in God. a way, I kind of—I mean, I—I would obviously I want the first round pick, but at least you know going into it, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't yeah. Have one. <laughs> no, I'm sitting there all day watching this. Who are we gonna get? Nobody. Yeah. Damn it. So I think that Seattle. Just overall, I think Seattle did very well. I, I told – I'll go on the record for this. I told my wife this as well. I think Seattle is going to be very, very good next year. With picking up Jackson, uh, Smith, and Jigba. Um, yeah. That cornerback – I, I would have taken the guy out of Oregon. What is it, Christian Gonzalez? But whatever, you know, get a cornerback, I guess. Pete yeah. Carroll has a history of being pretty good with them. So, yeah, I, I think Seattle. Does, does Geno scare you though? No, it, one, it doesn't. It's one year, okay? Because I, they didn't ask a lot of him, and it's not like I all know, of a sudden gonna, they. But now I think it's gonna. That's the thing. I think this is the next step up, though. Can he handle the next step up? You know, they're gonna ask more, a lot more from him this year. I feel like. Yeah, but, but but it's not like they handed him a huge bag either. You know, they gave him some money and he got paid, but it's not mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. all right, dude, here's your Aaron Rodgers money. Go get him. So I don't I think that given how well he did play over the course of the year, like after the first seven games, I'm like, OK, Geo Smith, I get it, whatever. But then he continued to play pretty damn well for the course of the season. I don't know. Like he looked like me. Yeah, if he could keep that up, if he could just do that all year, I think with DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, you know, some beefcake was Zach Wilson. I think his name is actually Zach Wilson. 
or Luke Wilson. That's what his Luke name Wilson. is. Luke Wilson. Yeah. Tight end is beefcake tight end. Dude, that's enough. And then whatever stable of running backs Pete Carroll puts together, because he's well, if pretty Walker damn good gets, at that. If Walker is healthy, he hmm. would have been rookie oh, of the year last yeah. year. So, and then they drafted another running back. So they have two, uh, you know, two of the monster now mm-hmm. there as well. So I, I think more like what I feel like is if Geno Smith can just do the minimum of what he needs to do, they'll be and the you know and every like and the run games there, the screens, you know, everything, the short game. I think that I think they'll be successful as well. I just don't. I just I hope he has another great year. It's just it's it's one year out of ten. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I just it's the only thing that can scare me. I hope he does well because that was again I was waiting for the the collapse of Geno Smith. You know, like well, and if he does, his, oh sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say like he's all he's known for to me in the NFL is you know a teammate of the Jets knocked him out like that's the only mm-hmm. thing and that's the only thing I've ever known him for because he's never done anything on the field so like yep. yeah it'd be great that he takes this money that he got and and runs with it and then he uh you know gets that next quarterback ready whoever that's gonna be so I I, <clears throat> I think the thing that Seattle has going for them this year on top of the the their roster construction, which I agree is pretty well set up. If Geno Smith can show what he did last year wasn't a fluke. I, I like that team. And I think the other thing they have going for them is that division isn't very good. Mm. The Rams aren't, aren't going to do anything this year. Arizona's not doing anything this year. And who's playing quarterback for the exactly. 49ers. Exactly. Yeah, so it might be a down year. So they might get in just because also because the vision is crap or could be crap. Well, yeah, and think about it this that. way too: if Geno Smith goes in there and plays well, and you know they do well, what does that say about Russell Wilson? Well, you know, we and have, what does that well, say about Seattle's after, ability well, to work with? I, a quarterback. Yeah. I think we need to reassess this after a year from now and say, yeah. okay, what did Russell Wilson do with Tayton as his coach? You know what I mean? Like Nathaniel Hackett, oh, who yeah, knows what that was? That's who fair. knows what that whole fiasco even was? <laughs> yeah. You know, like who knows? Like, and then maybe Sean Payton comes in and Russell Wilson's back to Russell Wilson. You know, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, maybe he'll be better. Austin is like, watch this. He's thrown for you know, fifty five hundred yards and he's thrown and with both hands. Sixty touchdowns. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that could that could be a deciding factor too. But maybe you know that maybe it is the P, maybe it is Pete Carroll. Who knows? But yeah, uh, we should we should reassess that after next year and see how Russell does in first year with Sean Payton. Mm. I think we, I think we will definitely have to do that. Yeah. All right. Anything else that we want to talk about about the draft? I know it's it's early after the draft. Uh, there's a lot of noise about everyone, and again, it takes three years to really know what a draft class is like. I mean, mm-hmm. so you see it on the field in three years if they're still there, if they're a starter for their team, it worked out. So. No one knows until we see him on the field. So, but it's always fun to talk about. Oh yeah. 
Mm -hmm. All right, Jason, do you want to set us up for uh, the big show for us? Yeah, that'd be the NBA playoffs on Walnut Sports Network. <laughs> oh, sorry, Very nice. got carried away there. Very no nice one's listening guy. from NBC, so <laughs> Marv Albert, turn off right now. Turn off the podcast. <laughs> you too, Costas. <laughs> All right, uh, Jason, do you want the first for, uh, word for us here? Where? How did we get here? Where are we sitting? How did and... we get here? Oh, boy. Let me tell you a tale about these two old-ass dudes named LeBron James and Steph Curry. Well, you should actually talk about <laughs> Dylan Brooks calling him an old man. First, yeah. <laughs> and then not getting re-signed from his team today. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But that's, I think, a good lead-up story. <laughs> don't poke the old bear. because yeah, that gets, right. That will make you not have a job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. Well, especially if that old bear has been known to win NBA championships before. And maybe you know? is arguably the greatest NBA player of all <laughs> yeah. time. Maybe that's the biggest thing. And still Dylan looks, Brooks. He's like, his head looks 38, but his body still looks like 27. Like I don't want I, that man running at me to going no down the way. lane. No an hour way. before. But no, 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 no way. <laughs> I'm falling for that. Oh, so I mean, LA takes out Memphis in six games. That's so crazy. I still can't believe that. Just LA just going off. They've got all their guys healthy. Well, mostly. They got rid of that Westbrook deal nonsense. You got, well, I mean, I'll leave the, the real story here to one of you guys your 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 precious bucks but i mean everything else like golden state yeah they're a six beating a three but did is anybody there were <laughs> warriors were not were what odds on favorites above or had better odds to win the championship than sacramento did i'm pretty sure yeah, you know, they, like, I think they're favored to win every game against Sacramento. Exactly. As well. <laughs> so they went seven games against Sacramento with some questionable really... refereeing as well. And a it hurt DeAndre Fox. Series, though. Yeah, and yeah, and uh, like, Fox a had a busted of, hand. They're lucky they're here. I'm sorry, but they're lucky they're. I mean, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a gimme at all. No. Steph had to score fifty to win that. Mm -hmm. the, you know, like it was, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got... Well, they're still tough. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I don't want to play them. <laughs> no, no way. Nope. So that's, I mean, that's that's the real, like, the big story here is the uh, the old men, the old Champions Tour Senior League series down there and on the West Coast out there. You got, I mean, yeah. everything else is anyone really surprised other than the, the one? No, but, not really. Everything like, else kind of just fell into place the yeah. way you kind of thought it would. Phoenix crushed LA, duh. You know, Denver crushed Minnesota, duh. 
Boston had a little trouble with Atlanta, but, you know, still wins in six. Philadelphia sweeps Brooklyn. Duh. You got Philadelphia up a game of Boston winning that game one. James Harden. Yeah. He got his DeLorean and he went back to the <laughs> Right? Like, I even said, like, like watch what, this 47. Who is this Woo. guy? In the playoffs? Nah. Playoffs. This guy doesn't do that. No way. He just gets like eight assists and 16 points in the playoffs. That's all he's he like. Does. Doc Rivers is like, James, you're number one again. You're the number one person on the team. Like, and then boom! Really? Explosion. Fear the beard. <laughs> Get out of the way. I remembered how to play basketball again. <laughs> Although so Denver being uh, let's I mean Denver being up two games on Phoenix, winning those first two well, home games, solid. Chris Very Paul's solid. hurt. Now that, it's, it's it's Chris done. Paul's out it's, for a week. I just saw. Yeah. Oh really? I, I think I think Phoenix is in a lot of trouble. There, I don't uh, think they can recover from this unless can, Devin and Durant can just score forty each and not. You know, like they're gonna have to put up the the house every night. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. they, they held Denver under a hundred game two, and they still couldn't win that game. That's a problem. That's a yeah. problem. You mean the, the game from 1994? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. What is going on? You mean yeah. this is the end of the third quarter, right? Yeah, right. Quarter to go? Did they it's call done? this game early or what? Yeah. So, yeah, well, I'll let, uh, I'll let one of you guys uh, cover right. the, the big I, story I'll, here. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, the Bucks go down to the Heat. In six games, not no a, five no. games. My well, right? it was five games. It was five That's games, right? It's five. Yeah, because Miami won game one, and then yeah, mm-hmm. That's the gentleman's sweep so it, of the one seed. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. There is some. Series. There were some factors we talked about last sure. time. Giannis playing six minutes in the first game and not playing until game four mm-hmm. is huge. Um, after the fact, I did not know Coach Bud's uh, brother died before game four. I had no I idea that was I did see that a on. couple days later, So yeah. I guarantee you that was not a bit mm. – that was very distracting. And, I, again, it's not excuses. It's just things that things that happened and – Again, Jimmy Buckets just was Jimmy I was Buckets. See how, um, how Jimmy Buckets happened. Those are really the three main things for me. It's just no Giannis. You know, uh, it didn't probably just affect Coach. It probably affected Giannis and everybody else because they're they're a family. And then three, just Jimmy Bucket. Like I was t- texting some of my buddies and saying, like, uh, if Jimmy doesn't score fifty, they lose by thirty-five. You know, yeah, like right. No, the second leading scorer had 20 points at a bio like that game, mm-hmm. and everyone else was like 15 or lower. I'm like, if Jimmy doesn't go off, they don't win that, but he did, and that was the deciding factor pretty much the whole time, except game two, where the bench went crazy and we tied the record for 25 threes in a playoff game. But yeah, it's just it's it's disappointing. It's sad. It sucks, but. Giannis, after his press conference, you guys probably saw it about talking about failure. I thought that was brilliant and smart. And, you know, why make things negative? It's just sports. You know, you don't fail. You can't have 
say 2019's failed and won one, you know, like every, you know, like so. Mm-hmm. I thought that was that was a good thing to see. That uh, I don't know if that reporter was just trying to make him uncomfortable, but I thought it was just a smart no. I I, smart I answer, you know, like just, I, I, I liked I liked elegant it a lot. and and it was smart and it was nice to see like Steve Kerr and uh, some of the uh, European soccer league people at their preference uh, press conferences talk about how Giannis is <laughs> such a great human being and. Put 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 that in perspective for everybody, and like, it was just uh, I thought that was at least something good that came out of it because yeah, it was just a, it was just a big shock. I I can't believe that the best team in the NBA went down in five games, but circumstances and like Anna said, you 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 play the game. Some days it is your day, some days it's not, and it just wasn't their time. So yeah, I guess I don't really have anything to add to your autopsy there, uh, Ben. It, was just, it, it wasn't their season. I guess yep. what I want to ask both of you guys uh, real quick before we'll move on to the teams that are still playing, go back there. But if you're Milwaukee, what do you do this season? Do you keep the band back? To, do you bring the band back? Do you nibble at the edges? Do you try to trade Holiday? Do you get rid of Coach Bud? Uh, I mean, you make I it a big move, a small move. No, I don't move? think you get rid of Coach Bud. No, I don't know really where you can go that's going to get you better than him. I've heard a lot of Nick Nurse talk, but really, what did Nick Nurse ever done? He won a camp championship in the Toronto with Kawhi Leonard in his prime. I mean, like. He's a good coach, I feel like, but are we getting better? No, I don't, and I don't know any other names that would make us better. I've heard a lot, and I know it's all speculation. Heard a lot about Chris Middleton getting traded, or it's basically like, and I don't know for who. I've heard, I've heard Dame Dollar has been in the mix. Uh, it's, it's just talks, obviously, but I don't know if they're gonna keep everyone together or not. I mean, I just saw today Coach Bud, I just saw Coach Bud report that, you know, Giannis has talked to him about moving to a bigger market sooner than later. So what does that mean? You know, like, what does that mean? So I don't know what the, I don't honestly don't know what the Bucks are going to be. I think they're going to keep Bud. And I think that Drew and Giannis will still be here. I just don't know about Middleton. I, I think the injuries this whole last year put a lot, a big damper on Middleton. You know what I mean? Like he just was never healthy. He can't, I mean, in the playoffs, he came out fired and that was great to see, but I don't know. Did they keep all three of them or do they make that big splash? I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. What do you think, Jason? What are your two cents? Personally, I think, oh, man, they could not stop Jimmy Butler at all. And I don't mean like they just they had guys on him and they he just blew them all by. They just couldn't defend him. He was getting wide open shots all day, all day, all day, every day. And Brooke Lopez is probably the one seven footer that anybody could make a shot over. Like that dude, I don't know what it is, but every time. They would get an isolation out on him. 
they would just like shoot over the top of him and make it and he'd just be standing there oh my god they need to be able to defend they couldn't stop anything and like that's like it's not sexy and like you know you know how regular season basketball is you don't need defense to win games but in the playoffs you better goddamn well be able to shut down a guy like Jimmy Butler or slow him down or something get in front of him if you're going to win some games and they couldn't even have a they couldn't even get a guy in front of him half the time it is ridiculous i don't think they need to blow it up but they need to i i well i should say they don't need to blow up the big three as they say they i think holiday and middleton and Giannis are fine but they need to get some new role players and their grace now and ain't working you know Brooke lopez is getting older west matthews shouldn't be in the game in overtime <laughs> where was bobby portis what is like I just have so many questions after that game, like how that even how that whole thing well, even again, transpired. That like Coach where Bud. do I begin to try to fix it? Yeah, I think that's a fluke though. I think Coach Bud's brain was somewhere else. I mean, he challenged a play five minutes into the game. Who challenges a play five minutes into a game? <laughs> right then and there I knew something was weird. Why what? Who cares? It's Giannis's first foul. Who gives a shit? Like why we're wasting it, you know, like we're wasting a challenge. And Wesley Matthews is arguably a great defender. So I can see him being in there as a defender role for say like overtime or something like that. But um, again, I feel like though Giannis not being there, that is one of the top defenders, defensive player of the year, two years, you know, like he's not in there for those games. Mm. Again, Jimmy Butler can go everywhere. And I don't know. I'm talking about more specifically games four and five. True, but then I don't know how Giannis is playing. I don't know what Giannis were getting in a way, though, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's plenty of times that he was wincing and hurting. You could see he was hurting. So I know he's out there because he has to be out there. There's no more sitting out. You got to play the game. You know, you got to try to win for your team. I understand that. But I feel like, again, he was not 100%. He was not doing Giannis things, you know, like running down somebody and blocking. It was, it was a little less, but I understand what you're saying. Defense, defense, defense. You got to have it. You got to. You got Drew Holiday, who's arguably the best defensive, you know, guard in the game. Um, why is Jimmy Butler getting points over him? Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you switch? Brooke Lopez, I thought played a lot stuff. of good defense on Jimmy Butler. Honestly, a lot. There's a lot of times where they were down low, and he was trying to. Block oh, in him, the Jimmy paint. Jimmy Butler would just. Yeah, that's what I meant. In the paint. Yeah. Yeah. All the time he was trying to, but Jimmy Butler. He just would make that extra spin, extra mm-hmm. fadeaway, whatever it was, and he could hit just, uh, just Jimmy Buckets. Yeah. It's a playoff guy. I don't know. I just uh, – it was a weird, weird, weird series. I did not expect at all – well, no one did expect any of this to happen, and, and it did. So, yeah, we got to move on to the teams that are still playing. And since, you know, they've earned the right, and the Heat's earned it. And if Jimmy wasn't hurt right now, it might be too, you know – 2-0 Miami again. <laughs> yeah, the, or, the, you Knicks, know. the Knicks had a uh, big fourth quarter comeback to tie up uh, this series from that gives me ni- nightmares about the '90s and all these series, all these <laughs> <clears throat> awful series that they played against each other. Again, I I don't think this is going to be a fun series to watch. I I 
I don't care about watching the series. I know that sounds bad, but this series is not going to be fun to watch. It's going to be a defensive slugfest. Brunt with Brunson's ankle. I know that he Brunson played today, but Brunson I don't think played today. Actually, Randall did. Uh, Jimmy Buff. Jimmy did not. Both these teams are compromised. Whoever wins is probably going to lose to whoever comes out of this Philly Boston series. Uh, you guys want to touch on this one before we move out to the other East series at all? I mean, I, I don't know how, what else. Is I mean, there, but... yeah, you, you said, I think Cleveland and New York or sorry. Yeah. Not Cleveland, New York. That was the four <laughs> New York <laughs> and Miami, whatever happens, happens. Um, I, I guess, like you said, I think the Celtics or the Sixers are going to come out of the East because I mean, it depends on, just depends on Embiid. Is he going to be healthy again, too? Like, that's another question we have. So, well, uh, let's, missing game one. So, let, let's move on to that because that was the, the Sixers getting that win was huge without, yes, on the road without your, uh, we can officially say MVP, MVP. of the league. And Boston just gave that game away at the end. I didn't understand what they were going, what they were doing defensively at the end of that game. They looked terrible. They had no business losing that game, and now they're in a hole. And if the Sixers can somehow manage to win, go back to Philly up to Boston. I don't think Boston can come back from that. Jason, do you what? What do you see there? Yeah, I kind of see, see the same thing. I mean, if Boston can't go down to Philly down two all. That ain't gonna work. Philly's too good for that. Although, are we gonna get you know Chuck Taylor's <laughs> James Harden here? Like, or are we is he are we gonna see sixteen four and eight Harden? You know, which one are we going to get? If he can keep it up, then yeah. But it, it it all depends really on this next game. If I don't see Boston losing this next game, but everything I've seen the last week and a half, I've been wrong about. So maybe Philly goes up to, oh, I don't know. They've definitely got the squad for it, as, as we just saw. Fountain of Youth and shit. Yeah, and it, uh, Ben, uh, scenario Boston goes down too well. Is there any chance they have of coming back? Um, I mean, if they go down 2-0 without Embiid, no. <laughs> I mean, because you have to come back to Philadelphia, and if you get a healthy Embiid, then it's, it's gonna be t- it's gonna be super tough. But again, it's the Celtics. I mean, a year ago, right? We're in the finals? Yes, they were. So, I mean, you can't really count them out in a way because they, I mean, the roster has not changed really at all as well. I just, But, again, I think it's just going to be morale-wise. Like, if you're down 2-0, you lose 2-0 at home without Embiid, mm-hmm. and James Hart, the ghost of James Harden is, you know, haunting you still. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think they can, honestly. Which – would be crazy if the Sixers are going to the finals because I did not 
even contemplate that even happening this year in any situation. <laughs> Honestly. Let's go old school. Lakers Sixers. Mm, I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's the East. Uh, this Warriors-Lakers series, I think it's going to be fascinating all the way through. The Lakers are up one at halftime. Uh, Davis having another big game, 23-11. and 11. Uh, Thompson has 18 points to lead the way for the Warriors. I think this series going seven. I don't really have a feel for it right now. I think obviously I think though if the Lakers can win game one, they have the advantage because again, home court, but and the Warriors, they did win two games in Sacramento, but again, we talked about all season their road woes. So I think it's important for the Warriors to get this game one. Do you guys do you guys see this any different than me that this is just gonna be a long fought series? Not really. I mean, that makes sense to me. I'm, although, I will say, if we're getting, if LeBron's still pissed about this last series, it might not be that long at all. Like, he might just keep this momentum going and just tear right through Golden State, too. I mean, <laughs> I don't think he's got it in him, but if he does, this, I mean, that's a possibility, right? Yeah, but I mean, I, gotta... I would usually say you could. A Lakers should be able to beat, you know, shouldn't be able to beat a bear, but should be able to maybe beat a warrior. Mm. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I think you're, I, I, you could be right that he could just go off vintage LeBron, right? Just go off. But this, the bad thing is though, there's that bad man on the other side named Steph Curry that I just. I think Paulie is more correct. I think it's just going to have to go down to the wire unless someone gets hurt. Like, I already saw Anthony Davis holding his back, so I don't know oh, if he's hurt man. now, too. <laughs> if he holds his back, it's probably for the rest of the year. So, you know, that could that could be a deciding factor, too. But I think uh, I, I think Paulie is right. I think it's going to go all seven games. Fun fact, uh, the L.A. Lakers have beaten – all four of the remaining teams in the East in the uh, in the NBA Finals. They've beaten the Celtics, the Sixers, the Knicks, and the Heat in the NBA Finals in their history. Wow. Okay, so it doesn't matter who they play. Yeah, that's just, I don't know. I was looking at it, I'm like, have they played all these teams? Sure enough. Oh, and they they've beat the, beaten, they beat and they've the beaten the, all these in the teams. Bubble. Yep. That's right. Yeah. In the bubble, I was, like the, I was like the Heat. Oh yeah, yeah the, the bubble year. Yep, yep. But you played out. You played again uh, to cardboard cutouts the whole time. <laughs> that is a fascinating stat, Jason. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just I looked at him. I'm like, because you said bring it back to old school, and I'm like, yeah, they played. They beat the Sixers and they beat the Celtics. And the wait, they beat the Knicks back in the day, and I think they beat the. I was like, wait a minute. They've beaten all these teams in the in the finals. Sure enough. That is very fascinating. Interesting. Uh, quickly out to Denver. I know we talked about this briefly. Do either of you guys think uh, Phoenix can come back from this if 
you know. Not if Chris Paul's hurt. You know. <clears throat> but you need everybody a full hundred percent, hundred and ten percent on that team to to get you to that finals. And mm-hmm. if they're up two zero, and I I think isn't Jamal Murray been the high, the top scorer in both those games too? It's not even been Jokic. You know, like I believe, he's, I believe he's, so, yes. he is now coming out of his shell, which I remember, I, I think I talked about that, how we haven't seen the real Jamal Murray yet. And that's why I really wasn't mm-hmm. like when we said, who, you, who do you trust in the West? And I was picking the Kings. Um, because that, again, there's no John, Jamal Murray was not Jamal Murray, but he is Jamal Murray now. Yeah. So like, I feel like if those two can carry that team, they will, they'll be in the finals for sure. I mean, can they beat the Warriors or the Lakers? I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Like like we had talked about, the West, it, I don't think it went quite the way we thought it was going to. But, I, I, again, I had no inkling of what was going to happen in the West. And, again, it comes down to two very interesting series. I mean – the the Chris Paul thing definitely kills the vibe a little bit. I agree that yeah. I I think Phoenix is gonna have a very very hard time to coming back from in this series. But uh, West is fun. Uh, the East, it, I I think it comes down to Celtics, Sixers, and I think both of you guys agree with me there. Yeah. Mm. The yep. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think the Knicks. Well, I don't know. I'd like to think that the Knicks would put up a fight. I just I like Jalen Brunson. I like Julius Randle's game, you know, but I don't honestly think they can beat Philadelphia or Boston. You know, Julius Randle played for Kentucky, right? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, okay. So I don't sure. hate hate Kentucky. It's not like he went to <laughs> UNC or something. I know. I know. That'd, be way, that'd be way worse. For a blue devil. Change your name, devil. <laughs> Another no, one. But, no, but they're blue, so it's cool. Yeah, like a sun devil. It's yeah. right. He's on fire. Yeah. yeah. He's on fire twice. He's a devil and on the sun. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else we got to talk about? For basketball, before we give us what we're watch, give you guys what we're watching this week. I know we had a. Uh, it's good. Two, some fascinating series. Uh, Going to be interesting, and uh, yeah. So, I guess I'll, I'll go first. What we're watching? I'm watching. Uh, I guess I'm going to give you guys two of them. This. Uh, this Tampa Bay uh, Pittsburgh series. It's going to be very interesting to see. Tampa took game one. They got two more at the trap. See if Pittsburgh can maybe take a game there. And then Saturday, we have the Kentucky Derby, the fastest two minutes in sports. All the hoopla going into it, all the millions and millions of dollars bet. All the drunkenness in the uh, stands and in the the grand yard. Always fun to watch. That's what I've got for you guys this week. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a good one. How are you, Ben? <clears throat> um, just to kind of go off the derby, um, because obviously that's happening. Um, one of my favorite things that I read every year is uh, the Kentucky Derby, the decadent and depraved by Hunter S. Thompson. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, because when you mentioned drunkenness, I really, that brought me right to to that. Um, so yeah, that, that always the Kentucky Derby always brings me back to that because I always thought that was a really interesting thing that he wrote many many years ago. Um, but yeah, the Derby is very interesting for. For you know how much goes up goes around it and the hoopla and the theatrics and everything and all of a sudden you're like hey I gotta piss and you come back and you miss it you know like (laughs) (laughs) it's like ah you know it's like one of those things so yeah Derby's always fun and exciting every year Um, for me I think it's just gonna be honestly NBA basketball like just kind of seeing what what's gonna happen see what if the Warriors and the Lakers if it's gonna go seven games. Like just keep, keeping up on that, I think is I've been doing a lot of baseball lately, but just overall the NBA in general, I think is gonna be very interesting. Just seeing if that's Celt- who's gonna win Celtics uh, Sixers and who's gonna win Warriors and Lakers. So how about you, Jason? I'm with you, man. I it, it, hey man, I'm just an NBA playoffs guy. Like this is the one like if you listen to the show, you'd know I'm somewhat wishy-washy on regular season what show is this? basketball but nba playoffs are my jam so i'm with you man i'm watching all this at lakers warriors that's oh man who would have thought who would have thought a couple of well, one playing team and and the warriors doing it up in the second round of the NBA playoffs, can Denver pull it off? Can Philadelphia keep it up without Joel Embiid? Can the Knicks destroy Miami and make all my dreams come true? Who knows? That's what I'm watching. Yeah. So, yeah, that's about it, huh, fellas? Yeah. Well, it sounds like a thing. solid show. One more thing about the I wanted to mention about the Derby. We have two fifty to one odds horses. Ooh, should we pick one? Contenure and Sun Thunder are both going off at fifty to one. Oh, reincarnate is also fifty to one, it looks like. Oh, so those are three, the three of them? Lo- the three long shots, yep. Long shots, okay. What was the first? I'd say one? the one that rhymes with manure is the one I'm going with. What was the first one you said? Uh first one was Continuer. Continuer, yeah. That's yeah, the one. we'll go with that one. All Why right, not? I like that. All right. Continuer, I'm gonna go hit the bookie and throw my paycheck down. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he'll just take take a paycheck. Pretty, and then, and then when none of us put our money way. down on it and it wins the Kentucky Derby, next podcast will be us swearing for an hour and a half. Yep. Exactly. 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 <laughs> Which will be entertaining. So <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh I think we I think that was a good one. That's a great one. Think? Yeah, yeah, that's about it. 
I know and, the fans love it. So, oh yeah. And don't forget, uh, everybody, to check out walnutsn.com. We've got our first column up. It's a UFC column. We've got more to come. All check sports. it out. All sports eventually, someday, for you, for your only you, for your eyes, and for <laughs> for once your only your ears, but now also for your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> So we hope you have a good night, everybody. Have a good night, guys. Take care, everybody.